0: Hi, I'm Mike Putnam with Jasper Main Street, and I'm Lauren Vance with the Walker Area Association of Realtors, and, and to- Talila is and here. And is here. She just wants some attention right now. And together, I guess all three of us are Walker Voices podcast about the Walker area and beyond. So let's start out our morning. Is it still morning? No, it's afternoon. Man. It's afternoon. Um, what do you have? A southern moment?
1: Yes. Yes. It's about my garden again.
0: I feel like we've used that one a lot. But it's just bountiful. Okay, my go ahead. Talk to us about your garden.
1: I, well, actually, I didn't grow this. Um, so I bought a bushel of corn from McKinsey Farms. You know, it, I guess it was already around the 4th of July. Well, I thought. A bushel's only $25. I'm going to get a bushel of corn, and we're going to eat it around the 4th family. I did
0: not realize how much a bushel of corn is. A A lot of corn. Like Like how many ears? 60. Wow. (laughs) You do have three kids, though. But still, 60. Now, the corn was delicious, and yes, I shared it with
1: family members and friends. But I grossly underestimated how much... Where'd you buy it? From Drake McKenzie, McKenzie
0: Farms, local farm here. And? They sell it at the farmer's market. I mean, you are looking at it and you're going, this is a bushel of corn. You-
1: no, 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 no. I they have so many people that try to get corn from them. They have started in like an online registration payment type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you go and you reserve your bushel of corn and then you met them. I met them like whatever, the Saturday before the 4th or the Friday. And I go and I meet them in a parking lot, the Hobby Lobby parking lot. And I pull up in my car and Drake pulls out this... He has this whole back of his truck full of bushels of corn that people were meeting. And he puts it in the back of my car. And I I was like, oh, well, thank you. I can get that. He said, no, I'll put it in the back of the car. When I get home, I go to pick it up and I realize Mm -hmm. a bushel of corn is very heavy. I just thought he was being nice, which he was being nice. Drake is a great guy. But just... Really underestimated.
0: <laughs> well, I did have a southern moment this pat but I've told it before, but it's it's a different incident. Um, you know, I told you I cook for my mom. Yes. And went to the market and got some green beans and I sat down with my bowl, turned on my stories and snapped my beans. Should have sent you some of the corn I have. You should have. <laughs> Is it all gone? No, but at this point,
1: no, everything now is kind of oh it's old, it yeah, had to be thrown out. Uh,
0: okay. Well, today we are here with the new director of Yap.
1: Yap. Or Yaps as Which
0: stands for Yaps. Judge Williams always refers to it and I love it. Mm. And Yap stands for Youth Advocacy Program? Advocate. Advocate. Introduce our guest. This is Anthony Sellers. Well, hello. And what does Anthony Sellers do with YAP? Anthony Sellers, would
2: you like to tell us what you do? (laughs) Sure. I do a lot of things with YAP. He does. I feel like the Ryan Seacrest of YAP. (laughs) Um, I just do everything. You know, mainly right now, my main job is that I am the newest director since about April. And so um, my previous director decided that she needed to have a grandbaby. And take some lower hours. And she's like, I just don't know anyone else that can do this as good as me. Oh. Mm-hmm. As you. And so she kept saying this phrase, you will do to infinity and beyond.
1: And, Remember, we saw Tina you know. in uh, Johnny Bruce Goose. We were eating lunch one day, and that's when she told us she was retiring. And Yeah, but she's been
0: saying that for a long time. <laughs> that is
1: true, but that's she's right before grand. the grandbaby
2: mm-hmm. was But she still works there some, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. She works a couple, two or three days a week. And then when she has, like, she gets these projects in her mind. And then she calls me. She's like, I got a project, and I need you
1: to sacrifice
2: your life to me for the next month.
1: But it's going to be great, and it always is. And it always is. It always
2: is. And she normally is sitting on a chair somewhere, scrolling through her phone while I am sweating and doing all the work and making it happen. (laughs) That's (laughs) Tina. She's a visionary. (laughs) I told her there's three people in this world. They're the architects, the contractors, and the laborers. And she... Just captures the architect role, and it makes me do the other two, all of it, <laughs> and so. But no, you smile and, about it. Yes, I love it. I love the work. I love working with her. She's a she's a good work partner, and uh, we work well together. Our brains click together, and so. But so she stepped down, um, and she is working on our newest program, which is called Heart Healing and Responding to Trauma, and that kind of works with like foster kids and stuff. And, yeah. And so, as she's working on that, I'm filling the director role. And uh, that's that's about what I do right now.
0: But your mission, Yap's mission, is to do what?
2: Well, that's you know the thing with that is is Yap Yap is like nationwide. It's like international. I think it's yeah. huge. It, it is. Has, it does have its own mission, and it's like this wraparound system of healing youth and things like that. And here locally, we just kind of have adopted our own little mission right. about helping helping our county be better and really we've become trauma-informed or or trauma-centered and if you know what that means it just means that we recognize that the things that kids go through at a young age tends to lead them into the path that they'll take later on and so I've always kind of had this this idea that if we could help kids who are going through traumatic events in their life young we can curb maybe the addictions or the suicidal tendencies or the, you know, a lot of the mental health issues. And if we can help them while they're young, we can help change that and maybe even have a better Walker County in the next 10 years. so that's kind of.
1: And y'all don't just from my, oops, sorry, um, experience being a foster parent, that's kind of how our paths crossed. I was in a trauma informed parenting class Very informative And it was actually Really great But we I've seen You guys not just Work with the children But also those Family members Whether it be Mm -hmm. Biological parents Or grandparents Or aunts or uncles Whoever is Around And so I've seen you Kind of just wrap The whole family unit And it makes a difference Mm -hmm. It really does Um, Not just kids That are actively In foster care But Even within the schools Mm-hmm. Because prior to your director role, you were, what did you do in the county schools? Well,
2: this whole thing, you want me just go back and tell you how it all started.
1: Let's, how did Anthony Sellers get where he is? Let
2: me just tell you how it all started. I'm, I'm a corner boy as well, by the way. But we ain't got to go back that far. You went to corner? I, yeah, I graduated in ah! 2001. Oh, I was teaching. You You just weren't in theater. I didn't do theater. Yeah, I was. I I only knew the theater kids. That's all. (laughs) There were 200. of them. Yeah, I played sports. I just didn't do the theater. um, Either way. So um, I I became a pastor. I've been a full time pastor for like the last 12 years in Curry. Um, And, you know, this is what I'm going to say is it's kind of. Maybe it's insensitive. I don't know. But I just kind of didn't find—I mean, my calling is pastoring, and, and I love pastoring. I love doing the work of a pastor and, and connecting with people, sharing God's Word and the gospel. But I wasn't finding fulfillment in that. I felt like the same people were just coming into the church all the time, and I'm preaching these messages to people who are saved, you know, if if they are. And and it just felt like this repetitive thing. And and I know in, in this life there are career pastors, and, and that's fine. But that was not fulfillment for me. And so I had finished up my master's at Alabama in educational psychology, and the purpose of that was I wanted to give kids a chance. I wanted to know how to give kids a chance yeah. who, who wouldn't normally have a chance. Right. And so I went to pursue that educational psychology degree, which is kind of the basis for, like, Neuroscience and understand how trauma affects the brain, how it attra- affects development. This is all boring. It's exciting to me, <laughs> you know. I, I, so I know like how a divorce affects the parts of the brain, right? You know that will later affect a child. Whereas adults, sometimes we say they're young, they'll get over it. That's not true. No. I'm not going to go into all that. So I finished that up, and I called Tina because she's been a lifelong friend of mine, and um, I said, "Hey, I, I finished up my degree." putting me to work somewhere let me let me go help some kids and she said well anthony i have this really cool program at Summiton we just got approved to do but i already have somebody in place of it and i said well that's a bummer because like i wanted to Boo. do that you know yeah. <laughs> yeah and uh so i said well I, I tell you what i'll just come and do some advocate work and i'll work with kids you know just on the side and she said well it doesn't pay very much and i said it's not about that for me i just want to help some kids well, a few months goes by, and she calls me, and she says, hey, the guy that was supposed to do something, just quit. Like, he doesn't want to do it. How do you feel about doing it? And she said, now, don't answer me right now. Pray about it. And I was like, um, okay, I'll call you right back. So I hung up the phone, and I just literally dialed her right back and said, I- I'm going to do this. <laughs> yeah. like, this is what I want to do. Yeah. And so we started that trauma-informed, uh, trauma-centered, healing-centered room. Mr. Ant's Calming Camp is what it, it turned into. It's Summiton and we saw huge, huge increases in just children's behavior, and, and just a lot of a lot of good, positive things started happening. And
1: it is very much, he said, Mr. Ants Camp, like it was very camp theme. It was really cool. There's even mm-hmm. a
2: mm-hmm. TP. I've seen and pictures. Of yeah, this. it is. Mm-hmm. That's it me. is
1: yeah. awesome. It it just really is.
2: Yeah.
0: Hi, this is Jennifer Corron, co-host of Left on Red, the Daily Mountain Eagles political podcast. And we're glad to welcome Beville State Community College as a sponsor. Your story starts at Bevel State Community College. Whether you're just starting out or starting over, Bevel State has an opportunity that is right for you. With five locations serving seven counties, you don't have to go far to start your own success story. Plus, with tuition lower than four-year colleges, you won't need to spend more for a great education. Visit them online at bscc.edu to learn about your options for seamless academic transfer and high-demand career tech and health science offerings. Let them help you tell your story.
2: Yeah, and so it, it went really well and then COVID hit. And then I mean momentum I mean, no joke ABC33 had come out like 2 days before school shut down for COVID and did an interview on me with me in the room and everything and then COVID hit like 2 days later. It was um it was unreal the momentum that it was growing. So throughout COVID we were doing some planning and some processing and the county decided to contract with me for me to duplicate that in all the elementary schools in the county. Right. And so that's what I did. And then, as that came to a close, um, the director position came open, and that's I wanted to take that position to to help maintain the integrity of the vision that Tina and, and I had worked on the past couple of years. And so that's where I'm at now. But is that a Yap project uh, originally? It was a Yap project, the Common Camps, it's kind of a partnership. It, yeah, I mean, yes, it was. It, it, it was Tina's idea. Yeah, it, it's not. It wasn't necessarily like a Yap like nationwide Yap project yeah. as much as it was It was a local. It was local. It was her seeing a need and she created it and then she just she just prayed that the right person would come along and and it just kinda lined up. So yeah, I mean yes it was a Yap project but more so it was kind of her brainchild of seeing the gap and the need and feeling it. And it kind of grew from there.
1: And with Yap, who's talking about you were being an advocate, those advocates partner with the child and also the family. Mm-hmm. They're kind of that between because those advocates come to court because I got to know our placements, their advocates very well. They would even help transport kids for visitation, um, helping parents do all the things that they might need to do. Mm-hmm. I was sometimes shocked at all the things that Yap would help with. Mm-hmm. Um, but looking back on it, I I see the need, and I absolutely agree with. Sometimes I did not at the beginning, but now I do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just think it's really neat that you'll just see a need, mm-hmm. and you do it. And and it all has worked out, because with your calming camp it started, then it spread through the county. Mm-hmm. And I think they're in the process of doing them in the city schools.
2: It's very, yes. It's I know that was wrong. talking,
1: and mm-hmm. then now mental health the county they have social workers one or two or five. Five?
2: five wow yeah well wow. really incredible. so it's
1: really kind of morphed it started this
2: it, it the whole the, movement yeah i
1: guess maybe is the term
2: it kicked off the whole idea and, and and it really was just seeing the need answering the need not talking about it for two years but literally just diving just in. doing it and it just it just took off well who mans these Classrooms, because that really is just kind of like a classroom, right? It, yes, it, it is a classroom space, and it's just kind of been converted with sensory things in it. Uh-huh. And so, like, there's like a little neat swing that you can put in there that kind of hugs you up, and or bean bags. I have like music that's calming, like a trampoline, trampoline, yeah, this in there, the TP. A lot So, of, was there like a full time teacher facilitator? Yeah, no, or? there's not, and, and that's the that's the thing that we've worked on. And so, initially, what happened was I manned the one at Summerton initially. Then when the county wanted to expand and put them in all the rooms, I was manning them, too. I was driving everywhere. And as my phone was ringing, they'd say, Mr. Ant, we need you. I'd get a message: We need you here, and so I was just driving all over the county, just answering. And and it wasn't working. You know, the idea was there, but the the manpower we needed. And so I can't
1: be everywhere,
2: right? And I started talking with the counselors and the principals and the teachers, and trying to encourage them that here's how you do it. Here's what you do, and you guys utilize this. Mm -hmm. You know, you, and it even goes as far as I was trying to teach the teachers how to take Mr. Ant's calming camp and make it their own and put it in their room somehow so that their kids don't even have to leave the room, but they can manage. So that process is still unraveling. um, And and still, when I say unraveling, not like chaotically, but it's (laughs) unfolding, the onions being peeled, you know. But so at this point, I think what's working now is the, the mental health therapist that we've hired in the county, they will use the room when they go to see the kids. And they have a large, large list of children that they're having to work with, the needs of mental health right now are so huge. And so when they go to these schools, yeah. they'll pull the kids into that room. And so they'll be manning the room now.
1: It's really neat how the partnership has kind of taken place. And people have stepped up. And mm. um, even with, like at DHR, um, YAP did a calming camp. Mm-hmm. Is that what we were calling it? We're yeah, yeah, that's what we did.
2: We did a common camp for the for the kids, but it's so. Um,
1: so when kids come yeah. into foster care, obviously that's a traumatic experience, sure. no matter what you know has led up to that point of being removed from your home or your family. So they come to DHR with their social worker to then meet their new foster parents, and they now have this space because we were talking earlier. It's like a 1970s building. It's beige, very sterile. I
2: mean, literally, Halloween could have been filmed <laughs> there.
1: Which building is this? The Social um, Department of.
2: DHR. It's DHR. DHR. I'm like, oh, what oh, are those on,
1: letters even stand for? I'm just 78? so used to yeah, it. Yeah, right there by DHR. Walmart? Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. I don't know. It's DHR. The
2: <laughs> Department of Human Resources? Something like that. Um, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's the, just
1: me. And so it's not an inviting or even hospitable build especially for kids in a situation like that so now those kids have this really awesome room to wait for their you know whether it be another family member coming to get them for kinship care or foster parents so it just kind of alleviates some at least it's not another layer of trauma
2: yeah when these kids come in they were just like having to sit like on a futon Here's a book. And now they come in and they have a brand new couch, sleeper sofa, if they have to stay overnight.
1: or are snacks.
2: Uh, snacks. Totally loaded, and we're keeping them loaded. Mm-hmm. Um, we got them a big screen TV, a PlayStation. And then, of course, the calming camp is there, too, for the younger kids who like that. So we got the TV, the big bing bag, the bear. The, I have a gigantic life sized bear. and. Um, like,
1: I would snuggle.
2: Yeah, it's just... And, but our, not only that, what we decided to do was take that part of the uh, the other half of the room and we made it really special for the workers. So we have a coffee station, a really nice chair, really nice rocker, and just really tried to make that a space so when the workers there watching them, they can relax and just, you know... Because
1: they're sometimes there at all 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Sometimes if they're, there are so many kids coming into foster care due to different situations going on. Uh, sometimes they have to wait three, four, six, eight hours to find a valid foster placement for them to mm-hmm. go to um, because a lot of our foster homes are full. Yeah. So they're having to wait there. So the social workers have to be there with them. So that's, And they get pajamas. Yep. that started. Uh, mm-hmm. So when those kids come in...
2: They get a full like duffel a, back, backpack like uh, Necessities. Just stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we have enough for, for all of them then as they keep coming. And that will just keep going. The backpacks and the duffel bags full of stuff.
1: And the community has kind of rallied around that to help donate yes. those things, right? So yes. So if people are wanting to donate those things, they need to talk to you at?
2: Uh, They can talk to me or Tina. Uh, yeah, either one of us. Yeah. Yeah. So we can
1: include those links mm-hmm. on yeah. our Facebook and Instagram because I saw um, some different groups had you know, provided monetary. um, Your office space, Mike, is in the Sonovus building as is mine, um, but I just completely blanked. But who's the President at Sonovus Sean. Gosh, my
0: like,
2: just blank. I knew no. He's our uh, landlord. He's our
1: landlord. <laughs> yeah, our landlord. But yeah. He can, he did the flooring. Or, he did. So uh, I saw his name.
2: Yeah, he he actually handled the flooring, the painting. I mean, he really did the the so. the, the tough work, you know. And so it Sean's was, a great guy. Really cool. Really good guy. Really, there's a lot of partners. A uh, lot of partners with that, and it's an unbelievable amount of money that actually went into that room, and it was it's really a cool thing, lots of partners. But now,
0: all the county schools have a room dedicated to that
2: uh, the elementary yep they sure do and well, actually that's what I, mean, yeah. I got I got word just a few months ago um, Misty Wisenhunt which is the mental health co- health coordinator and she does a wonderful job she called me and was letting me know they're deciding now to expand and even put a variation of it in the upper schools you know because you know uh, high schooler don't want a calming camp and, and I, I knew that <laughs> like they don't want a tp you know, they
1: might want a napping. <laughs> they, they might want to napping. So, but
2: but we are, we're expanding that, any further. So now the middle and high schools will have some type of variation. Tailoring
1: to those mm-hmm. age groups
0: That's awesome. Yeah, But the city schools are implementing this for the fall?
2: Yeah, I believe that's going to be happening actually uh, pretty quickly.
1: Yeah, I knew they talked about it last year. And then COVID hit and yeah.
2: I would not be shocked little, if you didn't see something happening with that within the next few weeks. Yeah,
1: I knew that was that's very much on their mm-hmm. radar. So and I that's think that's for the neat.
2: Younger children So B
1: T R is pre K kindergarten and first and then Memorial Park is second and third. Mm-hmm. So I would have I'm, I'm going to assume that it's going to be those two schools. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, we'll start young. And
1: we'll then Maddox is fourth, fifth, and sixth, so that would kind of be a different variation of right. supplies. Um, but you guys have it down to an art, like down mm-hmm. to the...
2: We have an Amazon wish list, Yeah. <laughs> and we just knock it out. So yeah. they
1: all look very much the same, mm-hmm. given the amount of space, um, So which I think is neat, which is cohesive, because a lot of times you have kids that bounce.
2: Between schools. Yes. Who and did? that was that was the idea. Was so they're,
1: they know where they are.
2: And even for the new DHR room of it is that the same kids that are coming into foster care are the same kids that's at like Summinton Elementary or yeah. Valley, you know. And mm-hmm. so th- we wanted that same idea where if, if a kid's leaving from Summit and, and having to go into foster care and he's going to Cordova, well, the common camp's there. So if nothing feels the same, at least that does. And now they even see that in the uh, the yeah. DHR room, too. So, who did the initial funding for all of this? Uh, the Walker Area Community Foundation.
1: Paul Kennedy. That's right. They, Our they great connector again. Yes,
2: those guys. I, I just I love them. You know, and they they are the gap fillers. I'll just tell you yes. that they really are, and um, they they are the ones that initially kicked off the um, the room at Summit and that started this whole snowball. And they, they have been fantastic in that. It's been it's
0: been great to see. So, I love it. So, if sc- people and not in the Walker County Schools or the Jasper City Schools, if somebody were listening to this and they wanted to replicate that program, do they just call you? Do they look? How do they get in touch with you? To, I mean, the, that's the Yap easiest website, or that, what? That's
2: the easiest way. You know, they can. My, my information's plastered all over social media, um, and, and Tina's is too. And we just work together. So, Tina, I, I tell Tina all the time, she really just needs a billboard. Because, you know, <laughs> people are going to come to yeah, her with, with the needs. And I tell you, it's funny. I said, you need a billboard with your hands out that says, give me your money and I'll do something great with it. Mm. Um, but <laughs> no, true. Um, she, uh, either one of us, you know, you can contact us through social medias or, or you, might find our, you might find my stuff on the YAP website. I'm not real sure. Being a nationwide website, they don't let us have like our own. But you have a the Jasper Facebook, Facebook page, page for Yap. Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay. And now his
1: office is downtown.
2: Yes. I always, I, I, I never tell you by the address because it confuses people. I just tell them it's behind rock and roll sushi. Mm-hmm. Yes,
1: that's the easiest. It's just
2: the <laughs> easiest way. It's just like, hey, it's just right back here behind yep. rock and roll.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: People normally find it. And
1: now me. you're right across the corner of the axe throwing place. Very,
2: yes. So You
0: know
1: what? That they need so to
2: exciting. pay for the advertising you're giving them. You know, <laughs>
1: I have not even went in and thrown an axe yet. I have, must do that.
2: You need to. I thought about doing it every day for lunch.
1: Oh, that would be such a great stress reliever.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <gasps> yeah. Maybe they could do like a lunch hour. Okay, people that own Jasper Axe House, we need to work on a lunch program.
2: And if you want to give Mister Ant all the free axe throwing, <laughs> you want to. That's fine. He would just
1: walk right across right. the street. I have to walk a few blocks, but when it yeah. cools off, I might do that. Yeah, I'm going to drive until then because it's hot.
2: Yeah, I walked to court this morning, and that was I, uh, <laughs> I was I was sweating profusely. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah now i just look out my window down on that court area it's kind of wave it's hot but you guys are doing good stuff
2: no, well, thank you we're trying i'm impressed i appreciate that it's uh just want to make a difference in the county you know i think that we can have an amazing walker county if we do a little thing hey, right. and you, you you don't know this but he also smells good too <laughs> What you say? What what you say? It was, say it was? Uh, well. Uh, it's ventus, You know, it's. Uh,
1: you're getting the full picture here today. Yeah. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> Mike a, walks in. He was like, "Oh, well, you smell good."
2: Okay, I don't say it like that. <laughs> I, I just go. <laughs> it it was rude, you smell good. It was, yeah. a, it it was, was, was a little good. like, mm, "You smell." Good, you know, and I'm okay with it. You know, because I like it. You know, you know, like I said, but before, you do smell good. If you're if you're fat and ugly like me, good shoes and cologne can fix a lot of things, and so. I blind people with their um, um, olfactory nerve, you know?
0: It gets there before you do. (laughs) Yes, that's right. Okay. 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 It's a good angle to have. Well, it's good to meet you. Yes. Um, And just find out more about Anthony on our Facebook page, Walker Voices, which I handle.
1: And I handle the Instagram, and we will share all the Yap, Anthony, Mr. Ant, Goodness.
0: Calming camp <laughs> extraordinaire.
1: Yeah. I have some, yeah, there are some awesome pictures of the calming yeah. camp. So everybody can see those. Yeah. And we'll link how you can, we'll even link that Amazon oh, wish list. Wish list. There that's a go. great idea. That's a cool idea. So if you want to, you know, be a part and you can't volunteer man hours, they're always willing to accept g- gifts yes, <laughs> of all sorts. Um, so that's going to be really great. And it helps all the kids, not just the kids in foster care or within the social realm. Um, because unfortunately, like Carl Carpenter was talking about, we're still dealing with a lot of issues within the opioid yeah. pandemic. So we're going to go at it at all angles.
2: Yeah. It'll
0: we'll be good. Okay. Anthony, thanks for coming. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you. bye Bye-bye. Walker Voices is a DME Media production. Copyright 2021, Daily Mountain Eagle.